Welcome to the Infertile Mafia. That's Sarah. And that's Kayla. Today we're talking about coping mechanisms and dealing with infertility triggers. That's and right. this is not to yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and this is not to be confused with the uh, trigger episode that we did. I think it was 17. I think that's right. Yeah. It was a very popular episode. One of our top downloaded episodes. Trigger, probably because people are like, trigger warning? What's that mean? Am I going to be triggered? Right. Let me find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me go listen to this and see if it triggers me. Then they're like, oh, I wasn't triggered. <laughs> There's a, uh, I don't know, a little bit of a masochism. If you're listening to a podcast about trigger warning, about triggers. <laughs> well, do you ever see posts on Facebook where someone's like, oh, I have this TMI problem, pictures in the comments. And then you have to look at the pictures in the comments. I have not been looking at the pictures because I know they're going to be like bloody <laughs> toilet paper or something. <laughs> I guess it, it always is. Right. It depends on the person. It's like, are you the type of person, if you see a trigger warning in a Facebook post, do you keep scrolling or do you see the trigger warning and you're that much more intrigued? I guess it depends on what it's about. Yeah, it's true. I think I'm always more intrigued, though. It doesn't matter what it is. Like, ooh, tell me more. Yeah. Yeah. I'm usually not triggered by too many things. Yeah. True. But we're not talking about triggers in this one. We're talking about how to cope with triggers. Right. How to cope with them. Because we just, we did that episode and then we left you hanging. Like, here's what triggers people. Okay, goodbye. (laughs) Well, I think most people, like, avoid them, right? Aren't you supposed to avoid your triggers? I mean, they try to avoid them, but you can't avoid every trigger all the time. That's true. So, unless you, like, are like the bubble boy, you literally (laughs) isolate yourself from the rest of the world. I mean... Some people need to be the bubble boy. (laughs) Like my (laughs) brother-in-law. We're never taking him to a trampoline park again. (laughs) I'm sure you can guess what happened. Oh, no. (laughs) I think you need to tell us an out-of-the-box. Okay. Maybe uh, I will. I'm intrigued. (laughs) It's not just that. He always gets hurt. Oh, oh, he got hurt. Yeah. (laughs) He's very accident-prone. I guess, or he's just, like, stupid with his body. (laughs) Let me stand on an exercise ball and break my wrist. Like, you're not a Dr. Seuss character. You can't actually stand on a ball. He's like, I've done it so many times before. That's how I work out. (laughs) (laughs) That's not working out. Yeah. That's just being an idiot. Yeah. Anyway, he does that. <laughs> so the business. Um, this just came up a couple days ago, a few days ago. This article that I felt like we should share since we have a podcast about infertility, and this is on the the cutting edge. 
and it's getting shared all over the place. And You've seen it shared? I've seen it shared. This article. Uh, and well, I, okay. I don't, I'm not loving the title and I feel like it's really misleading. Okay. Here's what it is. It says genetic embryo screening before IVF does not improve chances of having a baby despite costing thousands. Study finds. So this is an article by it's an it's a company in the UK, The Independent. I feel like this is like Star Magazine or something. Yeah, I don't it's it has that feeling because it's so poorly written. Or the National Enquirer. Yeah, I mean I don't think it's quite that. I don't know. Maybe our um listeners in the UK can tell us if this is like a legitimate news source. We need a UK correspondent we so we do. can ask them questions. We do because the I don't know, there's just like it just seems like between the U.S. and the U.K., there's a lot of, like, differing opinions and practices. And Like, we could say, what does a dirty wanker mean? <laughs> what does bugger off actually mean? Is that like, fuck you? Yeah, I think so. Is that like a bad word in England? But bugger? Bu- bugger? I don't think it's a bad word. I think it's just like... Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> now you're from Boston. Um, Sit on it, Potsy. <laughs> Forget about it. We are the The mafia. young ones won't get that. <laughs> right? We do need a British correspondent, though. We and do. Maybe an Australian. We, and maybe a Canadian. Yeah. If you want to be our correspondent... In your home country, so you can give us all of the latest and greatest happenings in infertility in your country, email us at infertilemafia at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> but this article, that's a good point, though, actually, in all seriousness, because I feel like this article is very like specific to what's going on in the UK. But what happens is because of the internet you it gets put out there in the world and this title of this article is like oh i guess i don't need to do genetic testing anymore because it doesn't help and there's more to the story yeah so okay here's what's we'll brief i'll try to get to this briefly okay so here's the deal with this this study okay and this article quotes a, a study. That's where it came. That's where it says its findings came from. So instead of because this article was so terrible, I actually went and read the actual study, which was published in the Human Reproduction Journal, which is which is a like legitimate. Um, it's done out of Oxford. It's like it's a legitimate like clinical trial research type thing. So. What they did was they took like 400-ish women and they did like, they tested half of them where they did genetic screening, PGS screening, and the other half they didn't, okay? No, PGT. PGT, pre-implantation genetic testing. They weren't- So it 
Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, it wasn't testing for a specific (laughs) disorder. It was simply doing the test to see that they had the 23 chromosomes. So that's the same as PGS, right? Yes. Okay. So what they found was that in both categories, tested and not tested, the live birth rate within a year was 24%. Okay. And this is... The test was only done on women like ages 36 to 40 with no history of previous failed IVF or miscarriage or low ovarian reserve or any other kind of like, like they were mostly quote normal infertile women. They were quote advanced age. That's who they were testing this on. Here is what the article doesn't tell you. The live birth rate is the same. Yes, but the PGT tested patients, the ones who tested the embryos, had fewer transfers and fewer miscarriages. Because okay. I don't know how they can say, okay, if they didn't do the same number of transfers, I don't see how they can say that the live birth rate is the same. They just recorded how many there were within a year. That's how. So the person with the PGT tested embryos could have done one transfer in January mm-hmm. and then the person without that could have done multiple like 12, 12 transfers mm-hmm. exactly how can you compare those that's why it's a stupid article yeah so this is this to me was the takeaway I feel like a better way to present these findings would be that If you have a limited number of embryos, which a lot of times women with advanced maternal age do, testing them may not be a better financial option for you. So if you end up with, for example, if you end up with three embryos, five day blasts, um, and to test them, and it's the cost is much higher in the UK than it is in the United States. It's an add-on. It's an expensive add-on. So if you have three embryos, let's say, and you pay $7,000 to test them or whatever it is, and you find that there's one that's genetically viable and you transfer that one and it ends up in a healthy pregnancy, great. But you spent $7,000. Or if you transferred each of those embryos one at a time, within a year, you're still going to get the same outcome because you'll have the pregnancy but you'll end up going through two miscarriages or two failed transfers however you want to look at it math (laughs) (laughs) so i like the way you said that well i just like i feel like that was my takeaway was more like why don't you weigh the cost of it versus because someone who's young who ends up with like 15 embryos or something yeah for by all means test them because you're not gonna you maybe don't have time on your side to like transfer 15 embryos one at a time and you don't want to go through 14 miscarriages or something but if you only have a few it may not be financially advantageous but you have two transfers that you have to pay for that are failures correct but if you live in the UK, it's a covered expense. Sometimes. Sometimes. 
they I thought they only cover it depends, I guess. I thought they only covered one. Oh, we have something to share. We got um what? <laughs> We're going to do it in our next episode. Oh. We heard from someone from the UK about she gave us a little more detail on her experience with IVF and what exactly what you're talking about. How her IVF coverage what it looks like. So cool. anyway, that's all we can that's all we're going to say about that. I just feel like the the t- the title of the article is misleading and 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 it irritates me and I'm someone who's skeptical of add-ons. You know, like I've talked about it that I'm always like, I don't know, and then this the title of this article just seems I don't know. Dishonest. I agree. Like clickbait, clickbaity. So you won't get add-ons just in regular life things? <laughs> I'm just always skeptical of anything that I feel like someone's pushing on me. Right. If I'm buying something and someone's like, you want to add this? I'm usually like, mm, okay. <laughs> Depending on what it is. Yeah, it depends on what it is, but generally speaking, I'm skeptical of add-ons. And I, and I think PGS testing is very valid, and there's like lots of good reasons for people to do it. And that's why I don't like this article because I just think it like someone sees that and they think oh, I wasted all this money on my PGS testing or I don't need to do it at all. And in some cases, it probably is a good option for you. Sometimes you need to do it. Sometimes you need to do it. (laughs) Anyway. So the other business item. Yes, is something that Christine at Infertility Illustrated shared with us. (laughs) Um, And it's super cute. It's the stuffed dog that went to the space station, and his name is Seaman Jr. Aww. <laughs> he's so cute. Can you buy him? I don't think he's he's at the space station. Well, I mean... He's just floating like around. It's just a toy dog. <laughs> oh, he's representing a real dog. Correct. Who- I thought... Who Lewis and Clark took a stuffed dog with them no, on their no, no. <laughs> journey. He, his name was inspired by the Lewis and Clark took a dog on their expedition named Seaman, just Seaman. But like the sea. Well, yeah. Like a, a man of the sea. A sea and man. The original Seaman. He's the OG. <laughs> He's Seaman he, Sr., yeah, he was a Newfoundland dog. Yes. Do you think Lewis and Clark were gay? What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just... Uh, I'm picturing sort of like a Brokeback Mountain situation happening. They're just well, they had in the Sacagawea with them. With the right? dog. Yeah, the beard. She's the beard. <laughs> I think she just went along for the ride. <laughs> She's like, I gotta These get are- out of this teepee. These are big dogs. Yeah. Well, semen. I'm Googling. The toy dog is little. (laughs) Right. But the real dog is huge. Huge. 
It kind of reminds me of uh, Beethoven, but brown. All brown. Nice. Size-wise. Size-wise. I saw a Beethoven type of dog in person once, and they are huge. Yeah. St. Bernard, isn't that what they're called? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if you name your dog semen, it needs to be big. Well, I'm guessing that these are swimming type dogs. I don't know. But (laughs) this little semen is cute. (laughs) Seaman Jr. just floating around the space station. What up, dog? Uh, and he's going to interact, <laughs> interact with astronauts and encourage others to learn more about their national trail system. Yeah. Isn't that nice? <laughs> so nice. <laughs> you know, the uh, Lewis and Clark Trail, what's the name of it? Is it just called the Lewis and Clark Trail? I think it might just be the Lewis and Clark Trail. It started in St. Louis, I think. Right? There you go. I don't know. I have no idea. It either started or ended in St. Louis, and then it went through Jefferson City. It's been years since I've taken a history class. (laughs) My (laughs) brain is only so big. (laughs) There's only so much I can retain. There's a really nice winery in Boonville. Market. We should go. We should have a meet up there. And that's a great segue into how to cope with infertility. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Forgot. No, we're doing a show. Yeah, that's right. We're doing a podcast. Um and I and the number one thing we heard from people is that they cope with alcohol. <laughs> they cope with alcohol and their fur babies. Yeah, alcohol may not be the best way to cope, but we all do it. It's fine. I fully support. I'm, I am fine. I fully. I think Sarah's just jealous because she can't have any right now. Maybe I am. Of course. <laughs> That's when I go to wineries is when I can't have any. Right. And people offer to buy me wine. And you're like, I'm 30 weeks pregnant, so no. I'm like, oh, I can't drink. <laughs> But that was I mean, a very, very, very common response. So we're going to yeah. get into some of them. All um, right. Yeah. The first one's from a girl from in- Instagram, at Infertileboard. She's got a cute little new Instagram account if you want to go follow that. Um, I'm going to look said, at it right now. Oh, okay. Sarah's pulling it up. She said she likes to go for a walk, drink, 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 rind, drink, rind. You know, look what Sarah described. What's in my hand right now? Kayla's drinking rind right now. (laughs) What are you drinking? It's Friday night, guys. Every time we do a podcast on a Friday night, it's always a little screwy. Last Friday night. This is a Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, <laughs> I, I like Moscato. What's up with French? I don't know. You can't pronounce it. There's all these letters that you don't say. <laughs> when I order stuff at a restaurant, I just point out. I'm like, I want Moscato. <laughs> this, this one. one. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, let me try that again. She goes for a walk, drinks wine, writes in her journal, does a puzzle, drinks more wine, listens to angry music in the car, and sings at the top of my lungs. That last one's my favorite. I mean, hopefully someone else is driving. Because <laughs> of all the wine she's been drinking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But... Oh. That's a good one, though. Who doesn't love to, especially in summertime when it's, like, hot, you can roll the windows down and crank the stereo. Or and if just you have a convertible, just put the top Put the down. top down. Drop top. Top down, windows up. That's the way we liked it. You know? <laughs> I used to have a convertible, and I was with, like... Oh, you was one with of like, those people. <laughs> yes. I was with four friends. It was in college, but we were listening to some sort of gangster rap. I don't remember what it was. And we pulled up next to my French teacher from high school. Oh. Turned it down like, hey, Miss Shields. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. I see her all the time now. Like, I'm really good friends with her daughter. <laughs> you had, like, some kind of ludicrous... It was ludicrous, I'm pretty sure. You're probably listening to move, bitch, get out the way. Yeah, I'm talking no, to you, teach. It was It was ludicrous though. It was a different song. Classic white girl 90s like I feel like <laughs> I can't remember what the name. Hmm. He's it was like with Trina. I don't know. You keep it you, called? Uh, she's googling oh, it's it right called, now. It's oh. called "Be Our Right." Mm, I don't know. You don't it. know it? I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to tell you what the lyrics are before we move on? Sure. Yo, <laughs> I want my ass smacked, legs wide, <laughs> front back, side to side. Pussy wet, slip and slide. Yep, everything's gonna be all right. And then that repeats. Of course. You gotta really <laughs> drive it, drive it home. <laughs> that's this, I'm pretty sure that's the song we were listening to. Nice. <laughs> nice. I mean, that song and what we talk about, there's a lot of crossover there. Yeah, it yeah. is. Pussy's wet, you know. Ooh, the slip P and word. slide. <laughs> I I do love that though. I still I'm 35 and I still crank the stereo with my hairbrush in my hand and like have you know sing have sing along. Me too. Yeah, totally. Me too. No judgment and there. If I don't have that. the child in the car with me, I'll listening. I'll listen to the songs that cuss. It's more ludicrous. Yeah, I've been listening to uh, Rihanna. Oh, I love Rihanna. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Love Rihanna. And Mandy said the same thing. She said, the lyrics of a song per can perfectly explain how I'm feeling without me ever having to say a word. <laughs> like ludicrous. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, it just helps me feel better. So music was the best coping technique I used through my infertility battle. It's so healing in so many ways. It's very true. I think Mandy was listening to different music. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> she she did. She sweet I think Mandy. hers is more like Christian, inspirational, type easy things. listening. 
music. <laughs> not, not exactly like Ludacris, slightly different. Yeah. But, you know, it's sort of just like her point is still true that yes. music can make you feel better. Like whatever kind of mood you're in, there is some music that is going to enhance that for the better. Or change it for or the Or change better. it for the better. That's a better way of saying it. Bring back good memories. Yes. I mean... Oh, my oh. gosh. Like Nelly. Oh, Nelly. Whoa, Nelly. Oh, Nelly. It's getting Bring- hot in here. So, so take off all your clothes. <laughs> it really is hot in this closet in the summertime. Oh. You should just make a tent. I should just take off all my clothes. Or... Do that. I mean, we could wait till we're done since we're on like a webcam, but. <laughs> oh, Nellie. Well, Nellie. Anyway, do you want to read Ashley's? Sure. She sleeps excessively. <laughs> and then her husband, Jake, copes by telling me to stay off the internet. Oh, I love them. Me too. I, I was, I still need to send you guys some shirts. They're coming. Sometime they are coming. You might be geriatric by the time you get them, but they're coming. <laughs> yes. Aww. Um, Kendall says alcohol. Period. Yeah. <laughs> Pregnancy announcements make me drink daiquiri or margaritas. If a restaurant isn't an option, I go high class with daiquiri in a bag. Funny <laughs> enough, Peter loves those. Hmm. What are they? It's I'm, daiquiri in a bag. I'm not it's familiar. Like, it's like a really big Capri Sun. It's in the frozen section of the liquor section. Oh. I mean, depending on your store. In our store, they have a refrigerator just for these things, I think. Wow. So they have all kinds of flavors. It sounds. It sounds amazing. It sounds like picnic summertime whip out your daiquiri in a bag (laughs) you could just go to sonic and get a slushy and dump some vodka in it or tequila oh sonic i miss sonic do you not have a sonic no no there's no sonics in chicago oh that's the only thing that's close to me so If I come visit, we'll go to Sonic There's every that. day. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's like, fun. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah go Whitney. Ahead. Whitney listens to good music, and she drinks good beer. Woo, woo. She usually gets mad and cries first, but then comes through feeling ready to pick herself up and try again. That's great. Yeah. And honestly, that's the point of a coping mechanism, right? to get you through that feeling and ready to pick yourself up and try again. So that might be a good way to evaluate if your coping mechanism is a good one or not. Like when you're done with whatever it is you're doing, (laughs) are you ready to try again? Or are you feeling worse? If you're feeling worse, maybe don't do that thing. Yeah. You know? But I think good beer and good music, that's probably not a bad one. I like it. Becca says, I like to go on a walk. I'll make it 
super leisurely walk by myself. Sometimes I'll stay gone for a few hours, just letting myself concentrate on not concentrating on anything at all. Sometimes I'll drive somewhere pretty to walk and forget about life for a while. It really seems to help me because I've learned that dwelling and ugly crying on the couch with a pint of ice cream isn't doing me any favors. (gasps) But it's so good, Becca. And then she says, although I'm still guilty of doing that too. (laughs) Yeah, alone time is great. I don't know if I would go on a trail alone, though. Because <laughs> we listen to too many true crime podcasts. <laughs> yes. Or have you ever heard of Missing 411? No. People just disappear. <sighs> Unsolved mysteries. Yeah. And then people just getting, like, almost murdered in the woods. So walking alone. I walk by, I go places by myself any chance I can get. But I also live in a city with six million people. So it's really actually very hard to ever be by myself. Yeah, I don't think I'd go by myself in Chicago either. Really? Oh, I do it all the time. I love it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an introvert that is high. I pretend like I'm an extrovert, but I'm actually an introvert. <laughs> Do you talk to people while you're out? No, I have a really good RBF. Yeah, my RBF game is strong, but I like to be by myself. I mean, I'm I'm like super friendly in a crowd if I if I I can turn it on, but I really like to do things by myself and that would have been a that was a good coping mechanism for me too. Just like get away and clear your mind. Oh, I I missed some of what she said. She said bubble baths are great too. Yes, 100%. I agree. I get a bath bomb. I put on one of those paper masks and just relax, preferably with a glass of red wine. I've also been super guilty of rant posting on here when someone pisses me off. It definitely (laughs) helps though to have somewhere that you feel like you can vent to people who understand. Well, Becca, I'm glad that the Infertile Mafia is there for you. Me too. (laughs) Now, this next one. (laughs) I mean, hopefully, okay, this next one, let's hope she's not drinking while doing the other thing. (laughs) This is from... Don't eat. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Someone on Instagram. Right. Starts with a J. She said, wine, gun rage with the hubs, venting to my girls. And I am talking about the gun range. Um, Hopefully not in that order. Let's get (laughs) drunk and shoot some guns. (laughs) Listen, Sarah, we better not badmouth her because she has guns. She might come for us. I like shooting guns. I'm actually a really good shot. So I... Well, it's been a while, but I mean, growing up in Texas, there's no way I could escape shooting a gun as a child. Uh, I'm not sure that I would, It's it wouldn't be my kind of coping mechanism because they kind of stress me out as an adult, but I understand the idea of like the release of shooting a gun feels pretty powerful. Well, if you hit the target, it feels really good. Yeah. 
So I get it. I mean, yeah, I get it. I'm Just, not good at shooting handguns. I'm not strong enough. No, I prefer like, a 22. <laughs> like I get one shot and then I mess the gun up because I can't hold it right. Well, I I hold it, but my hands aren't holding it. So it doesn't get the thing stuck in the barrel. Maybe you shouldn't shoot guns, Sarah. I'm good at shooting BB guns. (laughs) I like water guns. I guess I should have specified that. I like glue guns. Oh, I do like glue guns. I do too. Glue guns are maybe a little safer. But I do like, like, I would really like going to the gun range if I were good at shooting handguns. And the guy running the range was watching me the whole time and he kept trying, he kept coming in. And trying to help me he's like you have to hold it like this and I'm like okay yeah because maybe then, he didn't want you to injure yourself or anyone else no I think it was just painful for him to watch me fail <laughs> watch you flounder with your um form yeah and Peter was trying to help me too and it's just if I could get the bullet out that <laughs> was Progress. a pretty good shot <laughs> I just hope that whoever this is, just please don't drink the wine and then go to the gun range. Do it in the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, do it in the opposite order. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, Miriam says brownies. Mm. Yes. Brownies are good. I support that. An adult coloring book with a glass of wine or two. Mm-hmm. I like to crank up the music and just zone out with a coloring book or my own sketchbook. Writing in my journal also helps. If Dan's home, we just snuggle aww, on the couch with a bottle of wine and binge watch a TV show. Nice. Most triggers haven't been so bad lately. I don't know if it's because we're nearing, oh my gosh, it's because we're nearing our frozen embryo transfer date or if I'm just really good at ignoring the world. I think it's the latter. Yeah. That's so cute that they cuddle, though. I know. Do you cuddle with Bill still? Miriam and Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting in a tree. (laughs) You know, Dan, the one who... (laughs) They're the ones ones we role-played. Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) So I I have a new special place in my heart for them. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bill and I don't do a lot of cuddling. I don't think, nah, we're not real cuddly type people. But, no. Nah. Do you think, do you think the longer you TTC, it gets, the coping gets easier? Yes. Yeah. I mean, personally, yes. Mm-hmm. Other people, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe the you get better at handling the little things, but then when something big hits you, it like hits you even harder. That would be my I think my experience. Yeah. Like it's things that I don't expect that get me the most. Sure. Yeah. Pregnancy announcements are always the most like, yeah, but we're not talking about triggers. We're talking about coping. <laughs> I want some brownies. I know, right? Do you make the brownies yourself, Miriam? Yeah. Do you have a good recipe that you can share? My mom makes good brownies. Does she make brownies or does she make like brownies? (laughs) 
I don't know. I think they're just regular, Kayla. <laughs> That's fine, too. <laughs> I've never had the other kind of brownies. <sighs> what, did, <laughs> what does Micah say? Micah says, I don't drink, so I eat my feelings instead. Oh, I like to get some tasty takeout and maybe a slice of cake because I'm definitely not going to cook on a super sucky day. Amen and to then that. I have, yeah. Don't. And then I have to hit it hard at the gym. No, you don't. <laughs> or at least not <laughs> sleep in and avoid the gym together. Micah, I don't, I don't cook on days that are not super sucky. So don't. I mean, if you're asking me, don't feel like you ever have to cook, even on a good day. I don't cook on most days. I hate cooking. I don't remember the last time I cooked. I hate it. Poor Bill. Me too. I had a revelation one one day, like three years into our marriage, and I came home one day and I was like, I hate cooking. And I didn't know that I hated cooking. And then it just went off like a light bulb in my head. Was Bill like, oh, crap. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> you know what's funny? Ever since then, he has done the grocery shopping. Does he cook, too? He does cook. Awesome. He likes it, though. Which to So me- does Peter. Yeah. I mean, it's great that we both have husbands that like to cook. That's actually really nice. I think. Like, I sound like a huge jerk, but he comes home after working all day and cooks. I Yeah, I know. I sound like... I, I agree. I just don't enjoy it, whereas some people find it relaxing. Like, maybe Micah's one of those people, or I think there's some other people that commented that they like to cook. Like, they find it relaxing. I find it very not relaxing. <laughs> no, and then you have all those dishes afterwards. Right. That's the worst part. <laughs> the dishes suck balls <laughs> actually the next two people said they did some sort of form of baking or cooking i know that's why i put all these like food ones in the same and all together yeah uh we had someone from instagram say she swims she bakes cakes and she vents to her best friend all like very those are good i support all of those those are good <laughs> swimming is great for you swimming is very good Blair said, I bake clean, clean. (laughs) I angry clean. Maybe this is sort of the same. Maybe so. Yeah. It's just like you're taking out all your frustration on the carpet with the vacuum. I bake clean, do something crafty or watch YouTube or soap. She watches soap making tutorials. Weird. I asked her if she watched... Uh, royalty soaps. I wonder if she answered. She no, she did. She said she does. She, you should have you watched these? No, I watch them sometimes too. I thought that the girl who did them was an old lady and was like a super dorky old lady. Uh huh. <laughs> and then I saw her face and she's like twenty one or twenty two. Oh, oh no. <laughs> 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 she she was she was homeschooled, so she has that like Homie. very sweet mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. naivete about her, and probably doesn't wear a lot of makeup, and probably doesn't have a real trendy haircut. No, she does. Oh, and she's married to another homeschooler, like different homeschool. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> and they, yeah, she's just like, she's cute, dorky. Mm-hmm. She's adorable, I would say. Oh, adorable. Mm-hmm. I love that. Anyway, you can finish reading. I love people who are homeschooled because they have the perfect amount of quirkiness. My best friend is quirky. Homeschooled. I love it. The uh, rocker chick Mm -hmm. best friend? Mm -hmm. Really? The one that passed out? Peed her pants when she got a tattoo? That one. Maybe it's (laughs) because she was homeschooled. Uh, Well, (laughs) she. Uh, well, we're not going to get off on a tangent on her, but yeah, that could be part of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, she says, when I'm feeling particularly down, I try to figure out what would be help- helpful for me right then. A walk around the block, a stack of Oreos, golden thins, please, doing something crafty, and then I just do it. My husband and I have a way of communicating with each other that we need space to decompress and do some self-care. And then we let the other have that time to themselves. On a daily basis, I give myself extra time to do my makeup if I'm feeling particularly down that day. It seems backwards, but I feel refreshed and more confident with makeup on. So I allow myself to put a little extra on when I'm feeling that I need it. I get that. Oh, yeah. My grandmother, who was my best friend in the whole world, who I lost to cancer several years ago. Oh, yes. Used to always say that when she her turn, her phrase was put my face on, which that's what <laughs> that, that meant. Yeah. She's putting her makeup on. And she used to say, I feel so much better when I put my face on. And Can you say it in an accent in her. Sure. She's oh, southern, right? Yeah. She's from Texas. Kayla. I just feel so much better when I put my face on. yeah but it's just that thing of like if you feel like it helps you feel confident and you feel good about yourself then it just helps you kind of face the world not everybody's like that but a lot of us are I feel better when I like take my time with my makeup which is like once a month (laughs) Sometimes I feel worse because my foundation is always, like, splotchy. Oh, no. Like, it sticks. I must have dry skin. I don't know what's going on. But then I just end up taking it all off. No, you always (laughs) look good. Well, thank you. Even right now? Even right now. Yeah. Now you're lying to me. No. (laughs) I'm not. Guys... Sarah is 30 weeks pregnant tomorrow. And she tomorrow. looks awesome. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> you look awesome, too. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next one's from Gina. I watch Gilmore Girls or go to Target. Amen. Me, too. Oi, with the poodles. Oi, with the poodles. Uh, Sophie says, this is a weird one, but I don't think I'm alone. I buy baby stuff. You might be alone. (laughs) Yeah. I do things for myself, like my nails and stuff, but sometimes when I'm having a particularly rough day, I buy a little something. Am I crazy? It somehow grounds me (laughs) and reminds me that I will need them one day, and I'm obsessed with anything with elephants on it. 
But when I see anything baby related with an elephant, I think it's a sign. Okay, now I do sound crazy. (laughs) I think you're in the minority, Sophie. I do know of people who buy baby stuff, though. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you're crazy. (laughs) No, I did not. I didn't buy. I had a hard time buying things once I actually got pregnant. Me too. Which just goes to show you how different people are with the way they cope with things. Except for some clothes this time. Yeah, nice. I I just, I always, it made me like having baby stuff in the house did not, it made me feel weird. I didn't like it. But if that helps you, you go for it, Sophie. I'm not a saver type of person. Like, I don't buy... I buy things when I need them. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so sometimes I, I buy things way after I needed them. <laughs> me too. Like I don't buy things ahead of time, mm-hmm. so I don't want to jinx it. Right. Which is not <laughs> just kind of dumb. <laughs> right. It's it's not logical. It's no. It's not yeah. logical. That's the word I was looking for. Right. But yeah. But if that, sometimes, yeah, I mean, if that helps you and yeah, you're right. Elephants are super cute. So go for it. They are. Megan says she's a big journal writer. I let it all out of my journal. I've made it very clear that my journals are not for posterity, but are to be burned upon my death. <laughs> you know, people are going to be reading this, Megan. Megan, you need to share them with your future children. They will love or- it. Or burn them now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Beth said she likes bubble baths, wine, and puppies. And now we're oh, getting into the I fur babies. So many of you love your fur babies, which is great. Actually, puppies kind of suck. <laughs> well, she said, my hubby says I can't bring any more pets home. <laughs> yeah. But I love so puppies. Cute. I love puppies. But then getting a puppy, you're like, oh no, why I did I do this? It's like having a newborn, kind of. It is. Yeah. They're kind of horrible. <laughs> no, puppies, not newborns. <laughs> yeah, she's not alone, though. Sarah says, I snuggle my pup, watch The Office, good choice. And listen to music. I also love unfollowing people on Facebook who announce pregnancies or post about their kids too much. And as always, I use my deep-rooted cynicism, wicked sarcasm, and dark humor to get myself through the day. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that's a great way. Sarah, you're our kind of people. This is Sarah without an H. (laughs) That's right. Just to specify. Right. This is not the Sarah I'm talking to. Courtney, go ahead. Yeah, I like people who are sarcastic. I know you do. Because people people don't get that I'm joking most of the time when I say things. They're like, are you serious? They just kind of look at me. That's the beauty of your humor. That's what I love about your humor. (laughs) That's what... New people don't get it. No. It makes things very uncomfortable. I think people get it. Guys, you get Sarah's humor, don't you? And love it. Uh, no, th- I mean, like, in normal situations. Just everyday people that you... Just meet. meeting someone. You, I'll say something and they'll be like, they'll give me a look like, uh... You're so Daria. 
<laughs> I love Daria. I am like Daria. You are. Especially in volleyball. <laughs> you are. I think, so, okay, let's finish reading these ones about the pups, and then Courtney, I have a question Courtney. about you. Okay. Courtney says, I snuggle up, I snuggle this crazy pup. Best therapy ever. Did she put a picture with her dog? Uh, I don't know. Yes, she did, because she said that's where we are in this photo. <laughs> okay. When I'm feeling down, we go to the dog park. That's where we are in this photo for some vitamin D, exercise, and endorphins. Nice. Plus, I feel like the exercise has has got to mean good blood flow to my uterus. Makes me feel like I'm doing production <laughs> productive things for my TTC journey. Yeah. It's I'm true. Sure it does. I mean... Courtney, I feel like that's one of the most healthy coping mechanisms we've heard so far. Yeah. <laughs> Snuggling your puppy and like exercising with him in the park, which is... I used to like dog parks, but my dogs are assholes now, so... <laughs> <laughs> Can't take them anywhere. Uh, they tag team other dogs. Oh, no. And they're small. Oh, so it's not very smart of them. <laughs> <laughs> They're scrappy. I'm sure people know have dogs that do the same thing. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. That's probably <laughs> what my, my twins are going to do someday. Probably. <laughs> They'll surround some poor little girl just playing with her Barbies. I know. Oh, no. Like, hey. Hey, you're stupid. Not if I can help then it. They will dirt on her. I will not raise mean girls. <laughs> <laughs> and then the I think this is the last one. With at, the dogs? Yeah, at atomic underscore owl. Walk in the walk in the country with my pup, then chocolate. Lots of chocolate. Mm, yeah. I wanted to ask you, Sarah, because you have I've I can't have dogs because I'm very allergic to them. You can have my dogs. I, I mean like you can't have my dogs, but <laughs> my dogs are hypoallergenic. Oh, I gotcha. They don't bother Peter, so well, they probably wouldn't bother you. Well, the combination you. of being allergic to dogs and living in this in a condo is just—it's just not mm. a good idea. Mm-mm. Maybe someday we'll get a hypoallergenic dog because I think my husband died a little inside when he found out I was allergic to dogs because he loves them. But he probably thought about leaving you. He might have. I th- he might <laughs> still. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I wanted to ask you about. Because I see this a lot, that people find their little fur babies really help them when they're struggling. Did you find that to be the case with your little pups? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're very, I mean, if you have seen my YouTube videos, I'm sure you've seen Brophy. Mm -hmm. He's my, I'd say he's like my dog. Gotcha. And ladies, nice to everyone. Like, ladies, a really good dog in general. So both of them are very sweet. Yeah. So they did, yes. I just wonder, I always wondered if, am am I missing out on something? Because all these people, like, talk about their fur babies and how helpful they are. And I think you are. It's just me here with a bottle of wine. I mean, if you don't like animals, then maybe... I'm not saying you don't like animals, but if you're not an animal person, then maybe animals would not be helpful. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) Like, I don't think if you don't like animals, you're going to grow to like them. Yeah. 
you might grow to like tolerate them for your spouse. <laughs> they might be they might cause more stress. But you'll just be complaining about them all the time. Yeah. No, I just see you I see that a lot. With, and I dog. think it's great if it's helpful for people to, you know, have a little fur baby. No, I love my dogs and they're they are great. I know I said they were assholes, but they're assholes to other dogs. <laughs> Not to people necessarily. Not to me. <laughs> Well, that's so. good. <laughs> um, okay, we have a few more. Elisa says she does a lot of relaxing things like baths and doing her nails. I also find I feel a lot better if I do things outside with my husband and dogs. Sometimes, though, I feel it works best to throw myself into whatever is a trigger. I've made several baby quilts for friends and family who have announced they're having babies. I guess it feels better to help celebrate and love on someone else's baby if I can't do the same for my own. Yeah, I get that. Is this the quilter? Uh, I don't know. Or is that, I think there might have been another quilter too in the group. Oh. <gasps> Can you make us an infertile mafia quilt? That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be so awesome. I want it to have some eggs and balls. No, like maybe some embryos or needles. Needles, yes. Um, yeah. That's about like, yeah, sperm maybe. A uterus some ovaries yeah <laughs> that's great though i think leaning into it sometimes is not a bad thing instead of like trying to avoid whatever the trigger is just like meeting it head on like that but, but making a quilt is an undertaking that is so. like impressive i'm mm-hmm. impressed yeah me too katie says therapy Lots and lots of therapy, and lately it helps to think about things that I get to do because I don't have kids. Like, take naps whenever I want, sleep in. Yes, Katie, 100%. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) Sarah and I are like, fuck yeah, you get to sleep in. Enjoy it. It's a beautiful thing. I did the same thing. Like, I remember one time Bill and I were like, hey, let's go to Vegas. And we were like, let's just... Just on a whim? Yeah, we were like, let's just do it because we can. How was it? I mean, it was great. But it was uh, sort of in the thick of things and we were, and it was a beautiful thing that we could drop everything and just take a random vacation. Yeah, that's awesome. And to a place like Vegas, it was just... Yeah, so yes, if that's great enjoy all the things you can do that's awesome yeah Uh, but we're not saying to enjoy them because you don't have kids just enjoy them just enjoy them just enjoy your life like yeah exactly (laughs) um uh gabby she said i clean organize and go shopping last week i had to go to a therapist because i've been pretty sad and anxious lately i think Hmm. the therapy is good yeah yeah I put those two together because they both mentioned therapy and it's yeah we've talked about that before the importance of therapy and how helpful it can be I mean not to get all serious on you guys but if you're struggling a therapist can really be helpful so yeah yeah I've Um, never been to one but maybe I should go (laughs) 
Yeah, you might, but you're not. If you're not struggling, it's it's okay. You don't need one. I probably should have seen one postpartum. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> What's the next one? Uh, Brett, I do what I can to forget. That usually means hanging out with friends who are not TTC pregnant, usually drinking. Mm-hmm. Or watching trash TV. Mm-hmm. Lately, I've been distracting myself from bad news and waiting with 90 Day fin- Fiance. I've marathoned every season since mid-July. Wow. Have you seen that show? No. I watched the first season and then forgot about it. It sounds like trashy TV, is it? Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> people bringing in their fiance from another country and they can stay in the u.s for 90 days and then they either have to get married or go home like go to their home country sort of a bachelor in reverse (laughs) kind of (laughs) the first season some of them were uh like from russia one girl was from russia and she didn't seem like she liked the guy very much (laughs) and then one girl was from the philippines Hmm. then the girl from brazil seemed like she liked her fiance there were two girls from brazil they seemed like they liked theirs those brazilians the the one from russia did not seem like she liked her fiance sarah do you think in brazil if you get a whack it's just called like you're like a, a wax job like yeah, I think it's so. just you're just getting a wax. It's not people start do they call really it a Brazilian young. wax in Brazil. I think I think they just call it like getting waxed. Yeah, I'll ask Paula. Have you ever had a Brazilian wax? No, <laughs> no. I feel like it would make my pores bleed. It's so nice though. Super painful. But doesn't it hurt? Yeah. <laughs> It hurts. Um, Anyway, (laughs) so Molly said, I, well, okay, Brett, let's touch on Brett. I think I fully support trashy TV. You know why? Me too. It takes your mind off of the stressful things. Like, it's almost like just turning off that part of your brain that's, that's very cerebral, like, figuring things out and just flipping a switch and all you have to do is watch you know stupid people on tv that doesn't require a lot of thinking their lives make you feel better about yours (laughs) yeah well that's a given it's like all that should be all reality tv yeah okay molly says i got myself an online buddy we made friends on reddit and now check in with each other at all of our appointments. I'm Australian and she's from New Zealand. So we bonded over that. Aww. I know I can message her at any time, day or night, when I'm not coping and she'll understand. Having someone who truly understands but is also impartial is so incredible. She's amazing. Oh, that's so sweet. Love that one, Molly. Yeah. I mean, we fully support online friends. Yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what Sarah and I are. Yeah, we've never met in person. We've never met in person. If you guys are just now tuning in, I met Sarah through YouTube. Yep. 
The YouTubes. The YouTubes. While we were trying to conceive, same idea. And look yeah. at us now. <laughs> yeah. How long ago? I feel like did we need we to meet? get on Reddit. Sorry, what? No, we do need to get on Reddit. We need to crack into the yeah. The comments and on Reddit are so funny. It's great. It doesn't matter what it's like, what the main post is. Is that what they call them? Mm-hmm. But usually the comments are really, really funny. Yeah. And often like helpful or valid or what, like, it just seems like everything is happening on Reddit. Yeah. Anything like, you want to know. I don't know. usually go in the infer- infertility section on Reddit. I just peruse has, sometimes. Has anyone, um, has anyone shared the infertile mafia on Reddit? I want to know. I'd almost be kind of scared to be shared on Reddit because sometimes they can be bitches. Not, I wouldn't say bitches, but like tough. Yeah, right. On you. Like, <laughs> right. Yes. But maybe that's more of the guys on Reddit. I don't know. Women are much meaner than men. I don't know. Some of these guys, <laughs> trolls. <laughs> no, but I think it's great. To get yourself an online buddy, especially if you don't have a, an in-real-life buddy that's going through infertility. Get yourself an online buddy. You know where you can find an online buddy that's going through infertility? No, where? In the Infertile Mafia Facebook group. <laughs> oh. I think people are having budding relationships in there. I see budding relationships. Sarah and I just sit back and watch it happen. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, we don't get involved in people having new friends. No, we don't need to play matchmaker. You guys are doing it on your own. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, uh, and our there's la- one more. Yeah, there's one more. <laughs> Alicia says, I call in sick to work and go hiking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like then I grab some ice cream on the way home. And I search for online groups. I've been in a few and always end up leaving. I started binging on your podcast and decided to try this group. Loving it so far. Don't leave us. So guys, don't screw it up for Alicia, okay? (laughs) No pressure. Is that how you say her name? How would you say it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's how you say her name. It has a Y. Yeah. So... Yeah, Alicia. Alicia. Yeah. So, guys, be nice to Alicia. Don't screw it up for us. She's enjoying the Facebook group so far. Yeah, don't make her leave because you're annoying. Yeah, but because she, she <laughs> says she's been in a few and she always ends up leaving. I wonder why. Alicia, yeah, can, can you, you expand? Yeah, expand on that. What is it about these groups that make you leave? Sarah and I fully support getting... Uh, some other support from things like Facebook groups and wherever else. I think when you and I started our YouTube channels, the Facebook groups were not a thing. No. No. And I don't know if YouTube's the same anymore. I don't think it is. I just don't get the sense that it's the same. Maybe I mean, I don't know. I I don't think it's the same community-based type of thing. Now it's if people start YouTube, it's more for promotion, trying, yeah, and like trying to make it big, yeah, more so than trying to make 
connections with other people. Right. I think if we, I'm sure that's not true in every case, but I think if we were in just starting out now, we probably, I probably wouldn't start a YouTube channel, but that was like, that was the way we connected with with each other back then. But I think it's great that all these like Facebook groups have popped up and, and it makes it like a safe place to be anonymous and like speak openly and get support. And it's great. Yeah. And YouTube is still like that. For some people, I think. Totally. Yeah. But there's also the commercialization of it. Right. Which I'm sure we've both played into also. Right? What do you mean? I don't know. Just like trying to make our channels better at one point. Yeah. I mean, I guess you probably do get like there's a little bit of that. But I think, I mean, always my main motivation, like, was to connect with other people. So. Yeah. Yeah. Just share what was going Mm -hmm. on. So. Yeah. Yeah. People in the future. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, all that to say, we fully support reaching out to people and connecting with them, even if they're halfway around the world. That's why we love people like Celeste, who's in Australia, and oh, there's so many others that I could name. But it's incredible how many relationships I've formed and how much support I got going through infertility through the World Wide Web. Me too. <laughs> So, for out of the box, what are your favorite, like, relaxation methods? Speaking of coping, what do you do? Uh, probably watch TV and draw. You like to draw? Whatever. Yeah. I didn't know that. Maybe crochet something. Something crafty. Yeah. Yeah. Do a project. I 100% agree on the project, something crafty. I like to paint. Um, I also love a good bath, like many have said. That too. I throw in a bunch of Epsom salt. That is the secret ingredient to a good bath, ladies. Epsom salt. (laughs) What's it do? Epsom salt is... um, It pulls... um, I mean, I'm going to screw it up. Toxins? Yeah. Fluid. From, so I really liked it when I was pregnant, but I just, and especially like, I think I got into Epsom salt when I was diagnosed with MTHFR because it was something that I read that was kind of helpful to soak in an Epsom salt bath. It pulls toxins from your body. And it's just great. I always felt better and it helped with swelling when I was pregnant. And I just generally, like I have... Epsom salts with essential oils in them, and it's super relaxing. Oh, so fancy. With a glass of wine, of course. I didn't usually do the wine in a bath. (laughs) No. I felt dehydrated. Oh. (laughs) Sure. But I do like baths in general. Yeah, but my main thing, and nobody mentioned this, so I felt like I should, were deep tissue massages. I don't mean a Swedish massage where they go in and they're like, and how are you doing today, Kayla? Are you having any trouble spots? 
Like, please don't talk to me. <laughs> I want you to take that skinny elbow of yours and jam it into my back so hard that <laughs> I have a, one tear roll down my cheek. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts so good. It hurts so good. No, I, I love deep tissue massages. Like the, I think that was the last one I had. Yeah? A deep tissue? Long... Oh, it was a while ago. Yeah. I, if you're not hurting me, you're wasting my time. That's how I feel about massages. That's how I feel about facials. Mm-hmm. Same idea. It's like that thing of if it actually to me feels good that it hurts and then it just feels so much more productive. Like mm-hmm. two days later, it's like, oh my gosh, this feels so much better. Yeah. Like a Swedish yeah. massage stresses me out because I just want them to, I just the whole time I'm like harder, harder. And they're like, I, you didn't pay for it to be harder. <laughs> right. That's what she said. I, I got a deep tissue massage with something like niacin. Niacin? Have you ever heard of that? Uh, the, the vitamin? I think, I think, yeah, I think it's a B vitamin, uh-huh. right? I think so. She rubbed niacin on me afterwards. Really? And it burned. Really? Yes. I wonder why was it to calm down the inflammation in your skin from all the I rubbing? I think it was to help lose weight or something. What? I don't know. My See, I went for the add-on. <laughs> yeah. Not knowing what it was. And then I was sitting there. I'm like, my skin is burning. Oh, no. She's like, you are definitely going to turn really red. There's so many things with massage therapy. Like, I could never be a massage therapist because I could never keep a straight face. Like what you just said. You're going to be so red. Or, like, there's going to be a little (laughs) pressure. And she was 28 weeks pregnant. Oh, no. (laughs) Doing a deep tissue massage. I'm like, I feel guilty. Yeah. Asking you to do this. Did you, She's like, it's fine. Did you give her a good tip? Yeah, I think. And they they put a tip on automatically. Well, that's good. So you know what? I w- Sarah and I would love a tip. You know how you guys can give us a tip if you follow us on Instagram at Infertile Mafia Podcast or join our close Facebook groups to get some support. That's the Infertile Mafia and the Infertile Mafia Bosses and Babies. And a great tip for us would be if you go to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and review. And, of course, subscribe to the podcast to keep hearing more talk about eggs and balls and stuff. Yeah. And in our next episode, we're talking about fertility and acupuncture. Fact or fiction. You guys had a lot of opinions. Mm-hmm. You did. Mm, yeah. Acupuncture. Talk about uh, jabbing things into you. Acupuncture. Yeah, but this, they're little baby needles. <laughs> little teeny tiny baby needles. They don't hurt. So we're talking about no. acupuncture and fertility in the next episode. And as always, guys, thanks for joining the Infertile Mafia. Bye. Bye. Bye.